All right, welcome to episode one of the Mindful Hunter podcast. I thought I'd take this first episode just to kind of introduce myself, give you some history on me and uh, on how I got into hunting, kind of what I'm doing now with hunting. Um, My name's Ben, and if I had to say the one thing that I love in this life other than my my wife and my kids, second only to them, is hunting. Um, during this podcast, you're going to really quickly figure out that I am not a professional speaker. Uh, I'm not a professional podcaster. And you're going to really quickly see that speaking really isn't a part of my day-to-day job. Uh, I work for a pretty big fiberglass manufacturing plant. I make fiberglass pipes, fiberglass, uh, chemical tanks, storage tanks, uh, ductwork, stuff like that. So this isn't anywhere near my job. Hunting's not my job. Um, I'm not in the industry in any kind of way. So I'll just put that out there, that this may be rough. Uh, the first few episodes might be rough. Um, I've always kind of had a fear of speaking. I'm really, I'm right up there next to an introvert if I'm not just straight out an introvert. So bear with me. Um, I'm kind of doing this to help myself with my speaking. So it's a kill two birds with one stone thing. Um, I started hunting, I think I was... 12 years old was the year I got my first where I actually took my hunter safety course, got my hunting license. Um, My dad had always been a hunter growing up, uh, which his dad wasn't. He kind of got into it on his own um, in his early 20s, I believe. And he fell in love with it. And some of my earliest memories growing up were with him, uh, either in a duck blind or a goose pit. I live in Maryland, so waterfowling, I I live a stone's throw away from the Chesapeake Bay. Uh, So waterfowling is huge. Uh, Dad was really into waterfowling, so he would take me with him. Some of my earliest memories are him and his friends and sitting in a goose pit with them or a duck blind. Uh, So hunting was always there growing up. Um, My dad was a workaholic. He was a full-time Maryland State Trooper. He did security jobs on the side. He ran a lawn business in the summer. Um, Did all these things so that my mom could stay home with us when we were growing up. So needless to say, we didn't see a whole lot of him. But fortunately for me, uh, I was the only boy in my family. Um, I have two sisters. I was the only son. And I got to spend time with that through hunting. Um, That's what we really bonded with uh, through my young life. And it's funny because now I am... I'm as obsessed as you can possibly be with it. 
And in his old age, he's hung up his guns. He's hung up his bow. Uh, he probably hasn't hunted in, I don't know, 10 years maybe. So it's kind of funny to see his progression with that. And it it makes me think, you know, one day am I going to, Am I going to walk away from this thing that I love so much right now? Um, just something I think about sometimes. You know, just that transition from young and hungry to older and almost kind of retiring from it. I don't think I'll get there, to be honest with you. I think it takes up too much of my life. I Even in his, even in his prime of hunting... Um, I don't think he was obsessed with it in the same ways that I am. Um, some of the things that I really want to get into on this podcast is I want to, I kind of want to steer away from the, the kills, the killing aspect of it. Um, obviously that's a huge aspect of it. It's the biggest aspect of it. But there's so, so much more than that. And honestly, it's the smallest part of enjoyment for me. The smallest part. I mean, it's July 1st right now. And I'm as fired up as I will be on opening day. I shoot my bow every single day as much as I can, as many arrows as I can between the time I get home from work and play with the kids and spend time with the wife. But I am out there every day shooting my bow. And that's, it's part of the experience, this preparation, this ramping up. Um, There truly is no off season. If you want to be a successful bow hunter, there's no off season. The second the season's over, I'm planning for next season. I'm shooting my bow all through the winter, through the spring, through the summer. I'm scouting. Um, me and my wife love to hike. I, I hunt 100% public land in, in the county I'm in in Maryland. I'm in Cecil County, Maryland. I 100% public land. So it's state parks and state forest. Very highly pressured. Um, it's tough hunting. I mean, it's it's tough hunting. It's oh, some of the state parks aren't bad because it's bow only, and honestly, there's a few places where I've been the only one on the property for night after night after night. But as soon as gun season rolls around, it's I mean, it's elbow room. You're fighting for elbow room. You can't walk 50 yards through the woods and not see orange. So, uh, public land is where I'm at right now. And uh, I would love to hunt, but I have nothing against hunting private land. I grew up hunting private land. As I said, my dad was a state trooper, knew everyone in this county, worked this same county his entire career, knew everybody in this county. Had farm after farm after farm that we had permission to hunt on. I'm not gifted with his personality, his gift of gab, 
So my dad kind of moved out of the area and uh, quit hunting. That that was the end of my private land. To my shame, I should have kept up those relationships, but I didn't. So nothing against hunting private land. I would hunt private land tomorrow if I had the chance. Um, but yeah, I just kind of through this podcast get into the other aspects of it. The preparation, which is where we're at now, building up, ramping up, getting ready, getting gear set, scouting. As I said, I hunt mainly state parks and state forests, which is nice because we and me and my wife love to hike. So all of our hikes happen in the places I hunt, all the trails. So I'm constantly scouting. Every hike we take, I'm looking for tracks, I'm looking for trails, rubs, scrapes. And I've killed a lot of deer that way, just spending all summer long in these places. So we'll get into the scouting, what I do for scouting in these uh, these high-pressure areas. Um, I think maybe I'm going to try and do these once a week. Uh, leading up to the season. I'll probably do them more once we get into the season just so I can kind of recap my hunts. I hunt a lot. Um, The job I work, my schedule is 6 o'clock in the morning to 2.30 in the afternoon. Um, So all the way up until time change. I'm, I'm in the woods pretty much every day after work. I'm I try and spend a minimum of four days a week in the woods. Um, so I hunt and I, I get a lot of time in. Um, with that amount of time comes your gear's got to be good. That many sits, your gear's got to be top notch. You, ha- you have to train for it. I mean, you really have to train for it. So we'll get into uh, what I do to train for it. And I'm not a professional, again, like I said. This is, I mean, I thought about naming it the Blue Collar Bow Hunter because I make I I make way more mistakes than I make successes. Uh, we'll get into what happened to me last season. I had a terrible season last season. I ended up killing two deer, but, I mean, tons of blown opportunities. We'll get into... I'll do a whole episode on last season and just the absolute cluster that it was through all mistakes that I made. Um, But I'll try and put one out maybe once a week up to the season and then try and get into a few more of them. Um, A lot of it's just going to be the philosophy, the the philosophy of hunting. Um, I'm 100% a bow hunter, don't have anything against guns. it's just the way I prefer to hunt. The 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 discipline and the woodsmanship um, got to be 100% with a bow in order to be successful year after year, season after season. Uh, it's just it's just my preferred method. Um, so that's what to expect going forward. Uh, I really thank everybody for listening to this first one. I hope people are listening. We'll see. Uh, But I'm just going to keep doing them, and then we'll see how things go. I appreciate it, and until next time, thanks.